Head out on the highway, looking for adventure and good beer. It's Drez on Bruesday Tuesday. Couldn't have said it better myself. There we go. Ah, Bruesday <laughs> Tuesday continues on. You new River Valley's rock station. Thanks to this other restaurant and six-pack store in downtown Blacksburg. We are drinking some brewskis from our trip to Connecticut. We made a pit stop at 12% Beer Project in New Haven, which happens to make beer for, I don't know, about 20 different fantastic breweries. One of which, and the reason I went out there, was to get some Abomination Brewing Company beer, and that is what I just poured in my hand. Believe it or not, they didn't have any on tap at at the facility, which was a bit disappointing. But to go, they did have... And I, and I thought that I'd even had this one before, but I guess I've had a different version. I have in my hand, uh, this one might even be sort of the OG. I have Galaxies Wandering Into the Fog. I think Wandering Into the Fog is here. I guess this is the one with the Galaxy Hops. It's a double IPA coming in at a nice hearty 8.6%. And it says right here, brewed and packaged by Abomination Brewing Company, North Haven, Connecticut. So you can see where my confusion would be, but then next to it, it says distributed by 12%. See, that's I, I interesting. I feel like that's false, almost false advertising, in my opinion. I mine definitely actu- thought they had a proper facility and we're brewing it there. So mine actually says brewed and packaged by 12% brewing. That's what my last one said. North Haven, Connecticut. It's for Sky Gazer Brewing Company. That's how I think it should be said. I'm talking over me pouring the beer into the microphone. Yeah, I mean, that's that's why I thought that Abomination actually had a brewery out there, and that's why I was trying to reach out and figure that out. Got nothing. Crickets. Crickets to my <laughs> Facebook message, email, and all that sort of jazz, whatever I sent their way. But I will say this. I am excited to try this beer. And I almost just feel like it's... I mean, I never really got a straight answer. The guy at the The guy at 12% was pretty quick with um not wanting it seems like i was asking a lot of questions and bothering him even though i was just very curious because i was very surprised i don't know i just feel like no he he was definitely a little bit uh what's the word like apprehensive to share too much like they also had this uh this like slushy drink on tap. Oh, that was amazing, wasn't it? And it was, he said, he's like, it's a mix of all the sours. Um, And I was like, oh, that's like like all the sour beers. He's like, yeah. And I was like, what? So, and just with ice? And he's like, that's a proprietor's secret. I tell you, it was delicious, but it was $10 for a tiny cup. Definitely don't think it was worth that. <laughs> it was very tasty, though. But yeah, I mean, basically, I was just, I had all these questions because I had no idea going into it that they were brewing all these beers. So I was like, so how does it work? Do, do they bring in a recipe and then you guys make it happen? Or, and he's like, not quite like that. I'm like, so how is it? But he just wouldn't give me, he wouldn't give me anything. So I still have a lot of questions. I still don't know what's up other than, I guess they're just brewing good beer there. And again, like, I feel like, I almost feel like this whole abomination thing is a facade now. Like, I mean, they're, it says brewed and packaged by Abomination Brewing Company, North Haven, Connecticut. To me, that's BS. I have an idea. What if they're a microbrewer? So they're like, you know, doing very like small batch, amazing beer. And like, they just don't have the facility to, 
you know, make a lot of it. So then they have to, they have the recipe down. They have everything that they need apart from the equipment. So then they go to these guys to. I've asked that. Oh, you did. Okay. Didn't get a straight answer. <laughs> so, but yeah, that was what I was, I was, I was like, did they come for you for the big batches? That is what he said. He said they do the evil twin big batches, but otherwise he made it sound like they do everything, everything for abomination. And I guess they're just sort of making it seem like. Yeah, I, I don't know. So I'm still not too sure. I guess Abomination perhaps does all of the media, promotion, branding. and But then when it comes to the beer, I don't know if 12% just does handles all of that or if they point them in the right direction saying, hey, we want to do something like this, something like that. I don't know if it's a collaboration kind of a deal. I don't know. Basically, yeah, I didn't get a whole lot of info, even though we were there for hours <laughs> and drinking Literally, I think I had every beer they had on tap, hence yeah. the bill being so expensive. You were trying every time you went back up, you were trying to get another little snippet of information. But yeah, every time I went to enough. the bar, I had more questions and didn't get a whole lot of answers, unfortunately. But mm. so well, this is delicious, though. Like, yeah, you really? didn't have that one, so that one was not on tap mm. at the place. So that that mango sour crusher that's new to you, just a great like texture. Like, I love beers that are creamy that's like the only way i can describe it it's almost like like a, a sweetie i love sweets and treats and and sweet stuff so that's what it's like it's like having like a like if, a malt or something yeah but if mm. it's so it's more sweet so it's less more sweet than sour no because it has that tartness on the back end as well hmm. for sure but it just it feels like an like I, like you're eating an ice cream or something or like so it's like, thick, the, like thick. an orange sickle like a kind of a deal yeah. either way so we went to connecticut and that was fun we did that we did all that sort of stuff and then after connecticut did we go to was it rhode island or did we go to massachusetts we went to rhode island then didn't we went to rhode island we talked about rhode island massachusetts though we have not really talked much about massachusetts so we go and we're staying with ernie ernie's service service station, station. i said pump and go <laughs> that's what you told me i like that ernie's pump and go <laughs> but it's basically a a garage uh, and Ernie was there basically every day, man. This guy must not sleep. or It's just a constant deal. Mm. But he was just very, just a very nice guy. A nice Massachusetts guy. That's when I first heard that stereotypical, I was like, that guy's from Massachusetts. You could tell <laughs> from the stuff he was saying. But just a very great guy. And it was essentially a pretty small parking lot. I guess you said it was technically a boondockers, and usually he doesn't want any more than two people there. Right. The first night we got there, there were five, five rigs yeah. in that small little parking lot, squeezed in any which way. And was, we couldn't complain because we, we were, were one we of the were ones. Only, yeah, we were only booked in there. for the Saturday night, but then we sent him a message and said, "Oh, our friends are going to be there on Friday. Like, do, would you mind if we squeezed in on Friday?" And he said yes, and he obviously can't. He say said no yes to, to a couple other people to do <laughs> yeah. something similar. So, yeah. so the first night it was five, but the next night it was just the two two yeah. two rigs, us and one other one. So that worked out well. But yeah, so we went, met up with uh, Pete and Jenny, Pete, my buddy that I did the uh, canoe trip with. So we went and went out to dinner, and this was the first time I felt like we were because we were on the so it was Essex, Massachusetts, which is right by Gloucester. Gloucester. Which is, I guess, a pretty famous town. I mean, they were celebrating their 400th year of being a town, right? Gloucester's founded in 1623. Yep. If you can believe that. So, and obviously, as you can imagine, 
being up in that area, very big on the fishing. That was the foundation of the of the city, and, and frankly, the the state, because that was the basis for Massachusetts becoming a colony was right there in Gloucester. So yeah, we went out. The guy had some seafood. The next night, tried to go get the real good seafood, but the place was booked up, so we ended up with pizza <laughs> again. Yeah, someone we're, forgot we're to make a reservation. <laughs> Don't say that. They said they didn't take reservations. So, yeah, that was not going to be a thing. BB likes making reservations. <laughs> In America, we don't do that so much unless it's not, but, but apparently they just didn't do it. So, either way, long story short, it was pretty fun. We went out and uh, had some seafood and some drinks, and they, they were staying at a nice little... What, Castle Manor Inn. Oh, it was a beautiful old house. Yeah, there were so many old houses that were just gorgeous. The architecture and and the colors of the buildings were, were really cool. Some of the houses were just amazing, unbelievable. These huge, huge things just right there on the coast. We actually had breakfast at their bed and breakfast the next day. We went up and met up with them before they hit the road back to Virginia. And breakfast was phenomenal. But the guy was telling me about how who all was living there? He's like, oh, uh, Adam Sandler has a house out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, who were so- Sam Smith? Where were some of the other celebrities that he was name dropping left and right? I know. There was a few that I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, a lot of celebrities got some houses out there because it's just, it's just a very nice area. It's a really nice town, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we went and did our first run that was nice because, first of all, just nice and scenic, running right along. I guess it was on the Atlantic at that point. It was literally called Atlantic Road. So the road that runs along the Atlantic Ocean. (laughs) Yeah. So just huge rocks to our left on the way out. Waves crashing, the wind blowing, no bugs. (laughs) And of course, with that nice, I mean, I would say breeze, but just solid wind. Because apparently earlier that day, there was a tornado we didn't even know about. I know. It was in the area. Ernie says he was watching out for us, though. Yeah, keeping an eye on He's like, you guys were fine. I was watching it for you. I was like, okay, well, geez. But yeah, so the wind was was howling. So it was just, it was a nice run, nice and cool, bugless run, which we have yet to have on this trip. <laughs> so that was a nice little read. And then we come back and um, we got the RV. Oh, we did that hike too. The Dogtown hike, which was pretty cool. I don't think I've posted any Massachusetts stuff yet. I'll do that this weekend. So we'll get some pictures up. But there was this cool hike, which... I guess back in the day, day, Dogtown was a a town that got its name because when all of the, I guess, men were out at war for, was it the Revolutionary War or the Civil War? I can't remember which one. But basically, it became known as Dogtown because all the women of the house had these dogs that were sort of to protect the house or whatever. And so it was called Dogtown. A lot of dogs... Not and a lot women. Of yeah, and women. <laughs> so, but this area, you know, I guess it kind of fell into debuncture or whatever. But at some point in the Great Depression, there were all these, there's all these boulders and stuff in the, in, where that area was. And this guy just decided to go through and carve like inspirational kind of quotes or sayings or thoughts onto all these different boulders. So you go on this hike and every now and then a boulder will just say, use your head. <laughs> or or know. when work stops values decay yeah or and it'll just say intelligence you know just <laughs> weird random like and it's like it's kind of interesting but and again, these are huge boulders oh, yeah, by the I way mean, just, like massive 
you know, it must have been left over from some ice age or the other. Yeah, I don't know. But either way, the uh, the hike was awesome. Minus, ended up being a bit long. We might have, we took the, the scenic route. It was supposed to be, what, just shy of two miles. Ended up being five and a half somehow. The bugs started to be an issue. Oh, man. Like always, the bugs. I think I think that's the thing. I don't know if we can... RV trips in the summertime maybe just is not a good idea if you like bugs. Yeah. I feel like they're everywhere. There, you can't get away from them. There are lots of bugs. But it took so much longer because on the map, there was this, uh, this kind of like uh, point of interest that said a whale's jaw. So I thought yeah. that the locals had like taken, you know, a whale's jaw, like, you know, from a fishing expedition or that had been washed up and, and placed like, yeah, it in the park. Yeah, let's go see the whale's jaw. So I was jaw. like, let's go and see. This is cool. Turns out it's just another boulder, another boulder. that vaguely looks like a whale's jaw. Yeah. <laughs> I was not impressed. <laughs> and that unfortunate detour added another four miles to oh the hike, basically. Oh, my gosh. It's so long. So, and we didn't bring water or anything either. So, yeah, we were uh, very happy to get back to the car Drink some water, and then we were ready to call it a day. And <laughs> go have a beer or whatever. But Massachusetts was pretty cool, man. That was that was a nice area. But then when we were leaving, you know, I was talking about the, you know, they said tornado. It was just crazy storms. It was pouring rain, and I was having to, you know, dump the RV and and pack everything up and get everything ready. And it's just a downpour. And then when we're driving away, roads and stuff were just flooded. And I mean. If we weren't in a rig that had, I don't even know what size tires this thing has, but we would have been hydroplaning. We would have even probably just flooded out and not even been able to get through some of the stuff that we got through. It was insane how much water was on the road on the way out of there. And a couple of times we were going past people coming the other way. They must have been absolutely just drenched. Yeah. Like with the, with the spray that came from the RV. Yeah. I couldn't even like, imagine yeah, trying to, because you're trying to go through the puddle as well. And then you can't see anything because this huge RV is rolling through <laughs> and blasting all this water on you. It was pretty, it was a little sketchy at time. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And, uh, but thankfully we were just, you know, we were, we were just plowing through and we were able to get here to where we're sitting now in good old Rochester, New Hampshire, where there is no shortage of good breweries. That is actually where we're planning on heading here shortly. We got a lot of breweries we want to check out. So I think it might even be about time to wrap up uh, this one. How is your out of the sour crusher pack that you got? You had the mango. There was the pineapple. And uh, the other one was the pink guava. Do you got a preference? Is that is that the winner? You, you were speaking highly of it earlier, but what do you think? It's really good, but I think the pineapple is the best. Over the guava as well? Over the guava as well, yeah. The pineapple really hit home for me. I think I'd give this one, the mango, a 4.5. 4 so it's point, still good. Yeah, so uh, that's on the untapped scale, which is how we like to rate our beers. Galaxy, Wandering into the Fog, the Double IPA, Abomination Brewing Company. The reason why I went to 12% was because of Abomination. And this is exactly why. A beer just like this, man. A nice... Look at that. If you're watching on the Facebook Live or the YouTube, man, the lacing on this is just delicious. It is... This is a fantastic beer that I applaud 12% for brewing. <laughs> and I I still... I don't know how I feel about Abomination because I loved everything about it, man. All their, their branding is great, but I don't... I guess they're not brewing it. I still feel... Now you think they're cheating you. Yeah. It's a bit it's a bit funny. 
Either way, the beer is still amazing. This is a, this is a five, man. This beer is delicious. One of the best beers we've had on this trip, without question. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Speaking of this trip, it's all thanks to Makadoos and Johnson Family RV. So thanks for them for helping to make this happen. We're going to uh, step aside, let good old JT take over the range. He will keep the tunes going for you, of course. We'll have more tickets tomorrow, 420, hooking you up with tickets to go see in this moment, we just announced it earlier today, In this moment is playing along with Ice Nine Kills and Avatar and Greensboro. We're going to let you win them before you can buy them all week long right here on 105.3 The Bear at 420. Have a fun, safe rest of your Tuesday, and I'll catch you kitties tomorrow. See ya.